We have got a 2021 ACC champion when it comes to football. We also have a lot going on in Miami. Manny Diaz could be the coach. Mario could be the coach. Everything is so up in the air that we're going to talk about Coral Gables a lot. Also, where some of the teams are landing when it comes to bowls. So all of that will be on today's episode with Ken Gibbs from Locked on Wolfpack. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Thanks for making Locked On ACC your first listen each and every day. Kitten Gibbs from Locked On Wolfpack joining Monday's show. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Kitten, hope you had a great weekend. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, I watched a, a ton of football and, and – um, you know, honestly, I was pretty excited that the group of five got in to the playoff finally, but that may have come at the expense of the ACC being bad this year. So, <laughs> yeah. so 100% bad. agree. And we'll get into that Pitt-Wake Forest game because I would love to get your thoughts on whether or not if Pitt had not lost to Western Michigan, maybe we'd be having a different conversation about them. But we got to start with this Manny Diaz talk, right? The head coach for the University of Miami is currently sitting and waiting as he does not know whether he is fired or not because Mario Cristobal, the head coach of Oregon, he's apparently Miami is home. They're trying to decide whether or not he's going to accept the job. As of today, he has a deadline. And then if so, they're going to also bring in athletic director Dan Radak. There it is. Radakovich. Okay, maybe. Radakovich. We're going to try that. Radakovich. That sound good to you? Listen, that's fine with me. (laughs) Um, What's not fine with me is how at the end of the day, if you look at the system of college football as it currently stands, it is professional from the top down. Sure. The universities are free to hire and fire coaches with impunity. They got to pay a little money on the back end of it, but they're free to do so with impunity. $8 million, yeah, sure. $8 million compared to how much that that team is making them every year? Pennies, pennies in the bucket. And then you you go to the coaches. Mario Cristobal is free to leave Oregon as he pleases. Manny Diaz, if he got another offer from another school, would be free to leave Miami as he pleases. And yet, for some reason, we we treat players in the transfer portal as if they're the worst human beings on earth and they don't care about anything but money. Well, I, I guess that Lincoln Riley was motivated by a lot of loyalty to leave uh, uh, Oklahoma. Brian Kelly, same thing, you know. So I just I find this situation very interesting from that perspective. But now specifically talking about the ACC angle of this thing, Miami is a mess. Miami is a mess. And they're a mess that pulled off some big upsets last year. Kudos to you, but this is this is bad. This is a new level of bad because how do you expect Manny to go out and recruit with this? How do you expect this not He's to be a He's still recruiting. Battery? He did cancel a trip to California, but he is still recruiting. He signed somebody literally on Saturday. So here's the question. How do you expect him to recruit in the area that he's in where you're competing against Florida? You're competing against well, not really Florida State, but, you know. Kind of, anyway. yeah. Yeah, Florida State's going to get better eventually. You know, you're competing with them. You're competing with all the schools in SEC country for the players you want. All of the this, this school that just hired Brian Kelly, a school with the greatest college coach of all time, by a mile, Nick Saban. 
you're competing against them for players. And and all the other coaches got to say is, oh, you're thinking about committing to Miami? Who's going to be your coach over there? Who's who's going to be your coach? Now, I know that Manny sat on your couch and told you he'd be there, but how do you know? Manny if don't gets, know. <laughs> if Manny don't know. Manny was allegedly talking about being demoted to a defensive coordinator. Well, if Manny is demoted to defensive coordinator, how do you know he's going to be there in a year when somebody comes knocking after that defense is good and says, hey, Manny, I know that you're tired of being an assistant. Come to death row. Come be a head coach over here. But even if you get demoted to defensive coordinator, that's if Mario decides to accept you. And it might not work out. It's hard to go from being the top dog to being somebody's assistant. I don't care what nobody says, especially at the same university. I think that's where it gets a little dicey. But all of that to say, I think the way Miami is handling it, like because let's keep it a ban. If Mario says no, they're going back with Manny. So can you imagine someone being like, yeah, I'm going to dip my toe out here. I'm going to try and date somebody else. But if they reject me, I'm taking you back. And you're just what going to accept that? And you know what? I tell no, you're working. I tell people all the time, the college football coaching, when people talk about Coach Doran, they say he's terrible and he needs to be fired and he didn't mismanage this and that. I say, yeah, he, he may have made a blunder here and there. But what's the dating scene like, right? I make the the kinship to the dating scene all the time. At the end of the day, I don't know. My my old lady would not wait around if I told her, "Hey, um, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna try to go date this model, but if this model don't want me, I'm gonna come back to you. But I'm leaving you just so you know. If this model come, you could be the side chick. You could, you know, I'll I'll be over your house on February fifteenth, December twenty sixth, all that type of deal. But you know, don't expect main chick activities uh, if if this model agrees to be with me. You look crazy. You look stupid. But I think it's even wilder to have an AD in waiting, which you usually hire the AD before you hire the coach. And so the former Clemson AD, again, Dan Radikovich, he could be coming over. And it just all seems like a hot mess that doesn't feel like it's going to get any better anytime soon, especially because they kind of went with the Miami angle when they brought Manny on, right? They got to be someone close to home who knows the vibe. But I would even argue having Mario here is, is Miami still that top-notch school that everyone wants to build it back to? I've said this since probably we've had the show. It's okay if you're not back to where it used to be the 80s and 90s, 2000s. It's okay if you're not that same program because at the end of the day, everyone's getting better. Everyone has risen, so it's just made more competitive. But if you're going to also be crazy every three to four years, you're never going to build any type of consistency to where players are not going to be invested into something where they never know which way is up. I just want to know why everybody wants to be back to what they were. Yeah. I mean, you have to realize back for Miami is a team that included what? Six future pro bowlers, seven future pro bowlers. I mean, a bunch of guys that objectively speaking, you're, you have at least four hall of famers on one team. That's, that's not normal. And I think the land, yeah, the landscape of college football in general has changed, right? If you're not the man, you go find a new home. If you're not the A1, like guys aren't the same invested with teammates necessarily. I feel like it's different. Yeah, you want to be with your boys for a season, and if it works out, great. But also, I got to get mine (laughs) before you get yours. And you know what? I completely understand that, and I I feel like college players should completely have that right to do so. Yeah. And again, the idea is simple. 
if Miami builds themselves up to a brand like Alabama, to where you know, if I start here for a year, if I if I come in sparingly for a year and start for another year, and I ball out in that one year I start, I might be a first rounder. I'm going to leave. That's Miami is not that right now. So naturally, if you got a five star sitting on the bench, they're gonna say, "Well, wait a minute now, hold on, I could go." Anyway, this Miami situation is a mess. It's a mess. I mean, yeah, Manny's getting played like a country fiddle. Like, he really is. Uh, you know, I, again, I I don't feel bad for any of these college coaches. I don't feel bad for any any of these universities. Listen, it's a business. Sure. We need to stop lying to ourselves and saying, huh, we don't want a professional at college sport. We got a hundred million, hundred ten million dollar contracts flying around. This is a professional sport, friends. It's here. There's nothing we can do about it, unless you want to tell Lincoln Riley, "Hey, I know that we offered you one ten, but we're gonna take you to offering you some college courses." Hey, Mario, I know we offered you X amount of millions. You got to start taking college courses. That's what we're gonna pay you in. Hey, Brian Kelly, we're gonna pay you in college courses. It's He's definitely taking a course in Southern accents. You already know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Him and his family. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, it's that family. Accent, family. That, that accent was as believable as Oscar from the uh, from the office when he was doing the Southern accent. It it's honestly crazy. as believable as Manny Diaz keeping this job, job past today. That's all I'll say all that to say. Here's the thing. I, I think Mario is not leaving Oregon. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think he's leaving. I I honestly and truly think he's going to make a big speech at 12.01 to his team that says, they told me I had till 12 to sign. Y'all see where I am. I'm not leaving. And that's going to be his big hurrah speech to order. Okay. But I also think Manny, like, if everyone has been watching Miami's season, those players bang with me. I think a good number of them mess with Manny Diaz because they've stepped up for him. I think Tyler Van Dyke, he's going to be – one of the better quarterbacks going into next season. Why not just keep the rhythm? Why are y'all so heavy on rocking this boat? I don't get it. I agree. I don't get it. I agree. I Again, this team, Miami, I understand that the expectations are, oh, we need you to be the team that had Jonathan Vilma and Kellen Winslow and Ed Reed. and the... Stop. It ain't that. That ain't this Stop. and this ain't that. <laughs> Jeremy Shockey ain't walking through that door. Clinton Portis ain't walking through that door. Frank Gore ain't walking Greg through that Olson. door. Greg Olson. Yeah, Ray, like we can the list. Ray Lewis. We can Andre we can Johnson, <laughs> Reggie Wayne. They're not walking through that door. And guess what? There haven't been a lot of them to walk through the door in the NFL, period. How many Ray Lewises have we seen? Period. How many Ed Reeds have we seen? Period. God rest his soul. Sean Taylors. How many have we seen? Miami. Yeah. It's okay to be an eight or nine win team. And I know that they're not that right now. I know that they're not that at this moment. But if that's the case and you feel like, hey, I need to go get another coach, good. Cut ties with your current one. Cut ties with your current Stop playing around. Don't string your old lady alone while you find a new partner. So by the time you are like, all right, boo, I'm moving on directly into another relationship. Aha, gotcha. Like, come on. Man, fellas, take note. All right, guys, if you have not yet, we still have college football playoffs to get busy with. So I strongly encourage you to hit up the college sport. Daily Fantasy made easy, and that is prize picks. It offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and it offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. I know you guys were using prize picks last weekend during the ACC championship because, man, oh, man, I heard a lot of you hitting up on my timeline at Locked on ACC about a lot of the 
action from Wake Forest's Sam Hartman and then Kenny Pickett himself. You can pick two to five players in and over under on their projections because you can win up to 10 times on any entry because it's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Fix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Please use promo code LOCKEDON. Go to prizefix.com, download the app today, or go to your app store. Prize Fix is daily fantasy made easy. Kenton Gibbs, Kenneth Cooper here from Locked on ACC. Kenton with Locked on Wolfpack. We're going over a lot of hot topics here around the conference. Now, of course, Manny Diaz is a great story to talk about, but we also have to get into what we saw in Charlotte. Wake Forest, Pittsburgh was a game until it wasn't, right? Let's talk about the fact that it was a pretty decent matchup, but ultimately went down to some mistakes that were costly for the Demon Deacons. 45-21, to 21, the Pitt Panthers won their first ACC title ever. Coach Narduzzi hailed to Pitt, feeling all that energy. And shout out to Eric Hollett for being a defensive MVP. I know everyone was figuring it was going to be Kenny, but it was Pitt's defense that stole the show, especially in that fourth quarter. So first, let's start with, how did you feel about the game, Ken? Um, shout out to Pitt. They did what they had to do. <laughs> they dominated. They they did they did what they needed to do in this game. And the margin of victory was wide enough to where this this play did not have a significant impact on the game. But that fake slide is very that was I told people a long time ago, we are no longer allowing quarterbacks or we are no longer playing football with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are gods amongst us, and everybody must figure out how to adjust to that and lo and behold look what happens in the rules well you know let's 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 talk about it let's talk about it first quarter it was fairly even match it was touchdown for touchdown it looked like it was going to be a high-flying offense one of the plays of course that Kenton is mentioning Kenny Pickett decides to run it instead of passing uh to one of his receivers he's going down the field he gets prepared to slide the Wake Forest Demon Deacons pull up and then he says, oh, tricked you. I'm not sliding. And he runs it in for a touchdown. And you could see Coach Clawson on the side going ape. And I honestly, I was tweeting throughout the game as I was in Charlotte. And I'm sitting here saying, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. But technically, it is very much fair game. He absolutely can fake slide. But if you know that the defenders know to like pull up because they, they're going to, if they level you, they're out of the game or it's going to be a penalty. How are they, how is a quarterback allowed to fake slide? And everyone's like, Oh my God, this is sick. Like it reminds me of <laughs> all of the offensive pass interference highlights we saw all season of AT Perry. Like yikes, <laughs> you know, because so if a defender so, knocks down your arm and runs through it, they're going to yeah. get a pass interference, but you're allowed to, I'm going to just read off Article 14 of the the rule book, the college rules now. There we go. Article 14. A defenseless player is one who has, because of their physical position and focus of concentration, is especially vulnerable to injury. When in question, a player is defenseless. Now, I'm going to scroll past all the other articles A through I, and I'm going to go down to J. A ball carrier who has obviously given themselves up and is sliding feet first. Mm. How so it that... wasn't as fancy as everyone's making it out to be. So literally... Technically speaking, technically speaking, a, a slide, you are marked down where the process of a slide starts. He very intentionally went into the process of a slide. He was a defenseless player. He gave himself up. 
and then decided, LOL, no, I'm not giving myself up. When And he said, by his own words, I was going to slide, but I saw them pull up. That's the point of the slide, Kenny. That's the point. And for referees to watch that, for that to not be, to me, I think that there should be a, the ability for refs to convene immediately after uh, after games and after things like that happen to immediately change that loophole. That's going to get a quarterback killed. I had a whole segment on Locked On Wolfpack about how quarterbacks are sliding late intentionally to draw 15-yard penalties. Now they're fake sliding? I'm telling you right now, quarterbacks are going to get their heads taken off. Defenders are going to get ejected because of this. But So do you think that defenders are no longer – are they going to hit them either way? So if you pull up, they're no longer going to – they're not I'll, going to stop their movement. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Let me, let me read. At the end of the day, hitting a defenseless player is considered targeting, and you are liable to get uh, kicked out of the game. That is the only deterrent that's stopping this. Because if it was just the 15 yards – Coaches would tell their players, take the 15. We are not going for allowing a touchdown because we don't want to give up 15. The math doesn't even work out on that. Go lay him out. The ejection, however, is different because regardless of how good your team is, the guy that's in the game is in the game for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so you you generally don't want backup third-string guy in because two guys have lit up the quarterback when, when they decide to slide. So, again, yeah. great game by Pitt. Great game by Pitt. They dominated, like I said. I'm glad that that play was not of consequence. I'm glad that this wasn't a three-point game or a seven-point game. I'm glad that Pitt's defense showed up and showed out and Sam Hartman forgot how to throw the ball down the stretch because had that not happened, I promise you this this fake slide needs to be discussed more because of how unfair it is to defenses. But, again, Pitt did their thing, talked about him. And even on that fake slide play, even if they blew it dead where he was, he had a first down. He had a first sure. time, so sure. it, it, it's not it's not a situation of we 100% know what was going to happen one way or the other, and that one drive or that one touchdown was the deciding factor of the game that blew the floodgates open. It, it was a bad call because, again, if a quarterback starts the process of a slide, they should be marked down right there. All right, that's it. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Listen, I think that it definitely did not come down to that one play. Sam Hartman certainly had four interceptions on the night, truly not reflective of the season that he's had. And I think that was most disappointing probably for Deacon fans, Demon Deacons fans. But I will say, how could you not be happy with a 10-3 season? I saw a lot of people getting upset. And I'm like, you know, Wake Forest, nobody had them on paper winning 10, 10 games, right? One. Two, the fact that they won in that fashion in terms of beating NC State, in terms of playing teams tough. Yes, some people argue that the books were cooked, but you can only play who's in front of you. Did they show up for the Carolina game and kind of unfold? Yes, very much days of food. Did they get smacked by Clemson? Sure, but it's Clemson. I think overall, you have to be happy for this Demon Deacons team and Coach Clawson, and rightfully so. Now, on the pit side of things, I think that it's very telling of playing that first complete game. Defense knew they had to step up in big ways, and they did. We can all talk about how great the first quarter was, but for two to three quarters, it was all defense on both sides. Like, we're not going to sleep on the fact that Kenny Pickett didn't have a 300-plus yard game. He didn't. Wake Forest's defense, who's been getting a lot of slack all season, showed the 
excuse me, I'm about to cuss, showed up. So I think it's like speaks to all people were hop, all hype about an offensive blowout. And it wasn't that. So I think credit to both sides of the ball, both defenses for stepping up in big ways. Now, looking forward, you know, Pitt has the opportunity to play in the Peach Bowl. They're going to do big things against Michigan State. And, you know, you get a little Wake Forest per se adjacent person with Kenneth Walker, the, Kenneth Walker third. So it's kind of like playing Wake Forest again. Break the Rams out. Break the Rams <laughs> out. Michigan State's defensive backs have been getting dunked on all year, and it ain't going to stop with Pitt showing up and rolling through time. Break the Rams out. Make sure that you got the pull-away Rams so that when you when you dunk on them, they just bounce right back. Don't don't have the old Rams. Don't don't have the old Rams or else somebody's going to break one. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be – I'll tell you what. It's That is a tough matchup for Michigan State because they can't stop the pass. Their corners have been – having folks over top of their head all year and Pitt loves to go over the top of people's head. That's, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a real. Now the question is which Pitt defense is going to show up. Are we going to see fair. the Pitt defense that showed up in the ACC championship? Are we going to see the Pitt defense that showed up against Miami? Are we going to see the Pitt defense that showed up against Western Michigan or what, which Pitt defense or, or even the Pitt defense that played against UNC, which Pitt defense we going to see. Ooh, we fair questions to ask here, but what real quick before we get into some of these bowl games, would love to make sure all of that are all of our fans know about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online is simply where the game starts because it remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. If you're looking to bet on the college football playoffs, the Peach Bowl, or any of the bowl games that you see your teams in in the ACC, make sure you go to betonline.ag from basketball football. Football, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you. Again, bet online where the game starts. It is betonline.ag. The holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar, built bar, filled with no such holiday, so much holiday goodness. Rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calorie, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavor flavors. <laughs> there are. I'm trying to be like uh, my guy, Brian Kelly here. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. So you better tell Sanchez to throw a few Built Bars in your stockings. It's dipped with your favorite hot cocoa, it can be eaten as an on-the-go snack as you're going out for your holiday shopping. Like some of you who love some marshmallow treats, Built Bar has Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallow through and through. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, LOCK15 at BuiltBar.com. Woo, three times fast, rolling and dicing today. Kenny, Kenny, Kenton Gibbs here from Locked On Wolfpack. I had Don't Kenny pick it on the brain. Don't I had Kenny on the brain. Listen, I apologize. I, I had also, Kenny on the brain. I had Kenneth Walker on the speaking, brain. Speaking speaking of apologies, I'm not apologizing to Pitt fans. However, uh, Kenny Pickett is going to be a first-round draft pick this year. I can concede that. Kenny Pickett is going to be a first-round draft pick. Now, are you going to say that shady because it's going to be a weak draft class? I didn't say anything. I said he is going to be a first round draft pick. Now that's if you want to make the speculation that is. I feel there's some shade to that. Pick, I said he is going to be a first round draft pick. 
Okay, I'm going to well, leave that statement. Say all that to say. Ken is saying sorry to all the Pitt fans who come in our comments and mentions and leave us all the fun comments about Kenny not being a first rounder. But hey, they, when I tell you I was out there and they loved them some Kenny, Again, Kenny they, can do no they, wrong. They, they was cheering for Kenny for Heisman when they were out there at Bank of America. Yeah, okay. yeah all right. That, I, I'll he's, say this. You know, he's going to New York now. Come I'll on. say this. Listen, I, I'll. They got to pick four people to go to New York. Again, I'll say this. I'll you say this. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. I I think that it's very interesting how again people do not realize the skill, the ability, the level that you got to play at to be a guy that's a bona fide first rounder. A first rounder is your team is expecting you to either a come in and make an impact right away, or when you develop in a few years, we're expecting you to be the like the great one of the greatest players in the league. Okay, I mean Trevor Lawrence would like a word because that's what they were expecting out of him in. Well, Trevor Lawrence okay. is a Ferrari okay. playing with a bunch okay. of Volvos. That's a little different. That's okay. a little different. Okay. You, okay. You're not going to win a relay race if other teams <laughs> all have a bunch of Mustangs and you've got one Ferrari with a bunch of mm. Volvos. Congratulations. Ooh, okay. That Ferrari is not going to win the race, even though it's the fastest car on the field. That's fine. All right. I want to make sure we hit all of these bowl games because I know there are some people listening from all around our conference and they got to know where their teams are going. So NC State will be playing UCLA in the Holiday Bowl. Shout out to the pack. You feeling good about San Diego? Book it. 10 wins. <laughs> okay. Clemson. Second 10-win season in program history. Book it. Was Clemson playing Iowa State? Is that the one? Make sure I get this right. Clemson is playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. Okay, wonderful. Then we have Wake Forest playing Texas A&M in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. That's going to be a tough task. Just a little bit. That's a a tall order. Just just a little bit. The the, the thing that may benefit Wake Forest, Texas A&M has a lot of guys that are going to league next year who probably probably are going to feel like, eh, what does this game benefit me? And rightfully so, because college players should be able to make the business decision that's best for them. Just like Ooh, every other okay. body around <laughs> Virginia Tech will be playing Maryland in the Pinstripe Bowl. North Carolina will be playing South Carolina in the Dukes Mayo Bowl. Don't have to travel far. Go right to Char- right to Charlotte. That might be a good game while you're playing. Well, because people can have the fans. Okay. Miami will be playing, is it Washington State, WSU? Sorry, of yeah. course they did. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's Washington State. Yeah. There it is. Boston Kyles will be playing ECU in the Military Bowl. Okay. And then Louisville will be playing the Air Force in the first responder bowl. Okay. I've never heard of the first responder bowl. They be making they, this is they, a they have a lot of they have a lot of one-off bowls. <laughs> they have a lot of new bowls pop up all the time. I played in the Bitcoin Bowl a few years ago against UCF. Honestly, you should have invested invested some Bitcoin if you were a, if you we, did, we okay. were not given Bitcoin as a bowl gift. We were given right. a bunch of random things as bowl gifts that turns mm-hmm. out I could not use functionally in life, but you know, hey. Whatever. The Fenway Bowl, uh, Virginia will play SMU. So a lot of great games there. But I think it's, again, funny that we have the opportunity to see so many of our teams who have been crushing it. But what they say about the ACC as a whole, that it has been kind of disappointing. Now, while it rings true that it hasn't been the most impressive conference this season, I feel like some of these wins can make it better ending for how the conference has seen as a whole. Because last year, our com- our bowl game play was, I don't know if we won a bowl game. Did we win a bowl game? Yeah, we won a bowl game. Which we one did we win? 
We definitely won some bowl games last year. I don't know if we won one. No, we won some bowl games last year. NC State did not win. NC Carolina State did win. not Clemson win. Clemson didn't win. Carolina didn't win. Um, somebody won their bowl game last year. And that's going to be our homework because I'm really that, sure. Yeah, I I'm, I'm going to look that think, up. I don't Listen, think anybody at, won a bowl game. At the end of the day, it was a rough bowl season for the ACC last year. But with some of these <laughs> matchups you just said, yeah, you can go ahead and, and book some of these right now. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like that team, the team that they're playing probably shouldn't be in the bowl game. Virginia Tech, by the way, Virginia Tech blew it. That was JC Price's job. Y'all, why y'all did not give JC Price that job is gonna come back to bite you over the He'll next still year. be he's he's still there though. Hear me what I say. He wasn't supposed to just be there. That was okay. the guy. That was Ooh, the guy. He was their well, guy. Period. You don't play around. You know, I I I uh, believe that there's a, a a phrase when it comes to marriage. Uh, what what uh, what God put together, let no man tear apart. Mm-hmm. Man just tore that apart. I'm telling you, that was the marriage. That I personally would have appreciated Price because I think all the coverage. Shout out to my guy Jamal, who's the creative director over there. All the Price videos would have been you know very spicy. But the, Pry, we could. The man has been an assistant for 20 years. And he might be in the head coach in 22. Years. Like, you never know how probably going to work out. But that's the problem. Imagine if he is the head coach in 22. What had had to occur at Virginia Tech in order for him to become that? Probably could take another job. Because there's some jobs, apparently, you just don't pass up. Yeah, No, there's not a – listen, there's no job that's unpassable. <laughs> you know what it is? These coaches are making the best business decision for themselves and their families. Or their families. Family. Come on, we're gonna teach you how to have a southern accent. That's your homework too. I'm from I'm from the west side of Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. I do not need any accent. That so I is Bryce Kelly, and yeah, he could still no, I'm just kidding. But well, anyway. Brian <laughs> Kelly, I was about to say, what Detroit Brian <laughs> Kelly from? Hold on. Four eight two two eight, straight up and down over here. Don't play I'm with me. Just okay. Joking. All anyway. Right. Guys, it's always been a pleasure to have for two days, and he's from Detroit all of a sudden. Hold on. Hold on. Can, it's always fun to have you on the show. Please remind folks of where they can find you, follow your work. Uh, you can find me at LO underscore Wolfpack. You can find me at Locked on Wolfpack, wherever you're seeing this, and you see this uh, tag on the screen, TGIF underscore Ken. Just be prepared that that is Kenton the man, not Kenton the sports broadcast. Guys, make sure you guys come back tomorrow as we are going to have some hoops talk. Got to make sure we get you right. There's some great conference play happened over the weekend, so we will go over those games, both men and women, because we got a shout-out to our ladies. So we look forward to seeing you and hearing you guys. Your feedback, follow at Locked on ACC. Subscribe on YouTube, and until next time.